Welcome to the UN Brief. Today you interview Dr. Stuart Kiel from the WHO. They have launched a program between the WHO and ITU, Be Healthy, Be Mobile, one of the telehealth programs. And this one focuses on prevention of myopia in children. Thank you for watching and listening to the UN Brief. And don't forget to subscribe. A couple of weeks ago, we, we launched what's known as the Myopia Ed program. And, and this is a, a program that has been um, established through a collaboration with the, with the broader initiative, a Be Healthy, Be Mobile initiative, which is a joint WHO and ITU initiative. And really, this, this program aims to really address key issues relating to education and prevention of myopia. Um, targeting with messages targeting the the general population and in particular because we see myopia is a is a real growing challenge in children in particular you know messages to parents to improve their education on on what are the warning signs um, how they what they can potentially do to prevent myopia in their children um, and just just general general information on on how to how to care for their child's eyes and their eyes as well. Yes, so what are some of these um, issues that you found that were lacking in terms of education uh, of parents and, and teachers as well? Yep, yep. So, I mean, really we're seeing myopia now is a, is a significant real public health problem because there's just due to the sheer numbers of people impacted. Um, and, you know, we have, you know, in excess of 2 billion people now with myopia in the world or short-sightedness as it's commonly known as problems growing. And this is the, this is the challenge because um, what has been implicated in the growth of the number of people with myopia, particularly children is lifestyle factors. And these lifestyle factors include time spent outdoors has been found has been shown quite strongly in evidence now to be a protective factor in childhood to the onset of myopia and also um, somewhat to the progression of myopia. But on the Chris, on the just a second, yeah, yeah. time is spent outdoors. Yes, yes. So to, or, or makes it worse, or is a sign that this child no, as, a, as a as a protective factor actually. So so more more time spent outdoors has been shown to be a protective factor for the to delay the onset of myopia and also slow the progression, which is very important because what we're seeing now is complications of very high degrees of myopia that develop is now a, a leading, uh, emerging as a leading cause of irreversible blindness in, in adulthood as well. So the earlier we can get in to delay the onset and slow the progression, it, it means that the child has a, less, a lower chance of developing high myopia later in life, which is associated with these adverse complications. But I should mention also that on the, on the flip side to this, is that one of the risk factors that has been found from the evidence is really extensive near work activity. So a lot of time spent, um, you know, on on reading, on uh, device use, um, etc. Particularly in childhood, has been shown also as a as a risk factor. And this means really prolonged time spent without taking adequate rests and 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 looking into the distance and resting the eyes. Oh, I see. I see. So it's too much reading and also the impact of uh, screens, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well. So, but so, so of course, of course, we don't want to deter from 
from the education requirements um, uh, in children and adolescents. But what this program really aims to do is try to reinforce uh, messages to, to take regular breaks and to spend less time on devices outside of the education requirements um, and also to get outdoors because as I said before, outdoor time has been shown to be a protective factor in, in younger children. So what is the challenge now? You're collaborating with ITU because this is one part of your uh, telehealth programs where you are distributing these kits as well online, I imagine, right? To communities all over the globe? Yes, yes. So so what the, the toolkit itself, the Myopia Ed Toolkit has two key components. And one of those is the standard uh, operational guidance, um, which, is a, which is a sort of a handbook to help with planning, implementation, monitoring, evaluation of the program. But the other aspect is a, a message libraries that have been developed and structured over a set program to be delivered to specific end users within the population. And, and as I mentioned before, they include um, anyone in the care of children, um, parents of children with myopia, and then we have adolescents and adults with myopia. So what would happen is, is in, in, the, in, a, in an ideal scenario, uh, members of the population would sign up to this program. Um, they would then receive the messages have been restructured to be received by, by one-way SMS messages. And there can also be some multimedia attached to that. And they, the individuals would sign up for a, a program over a set period of time. And in this case, it's, it's a six to 12 month period of time where they would receive these reinforcing messages periodically during this time to help reinforce some of those behavior changes that we're, we're trying to achieve. Oh, I see. I see. Quite interesting. So, yes, behavior change is very important because really what causes myopia? How do we know someone has or is there a factor, maybe chemicals in water or anything else? No, it's more like physical, too. It's like not yeah. draining the eye enough to be away yeah. from, from books or, or devices. Yeah, so, so I think it, there, there's multiple factors that have been implicated in um in the cause of myopia. One of those is inevitably genetics. If you have a parent um, with short-sightedness or myopia, no doubt the child is, is at a higher, higher risk of developing myopia. But then, as I said, over the course of the last decade, this research has really be, become stronger and stronger and implicated these lifestyle factors in, in, um, in the onset and progression of myopia. And as I said before, that is that is sort of not enough time spent outdoors in natural light. So natural light does play a, it does play a role. The exact mechanisms are yet to be uh, really drawn out, but natural light no doubt plays a role. And then there is um, that really intensive near work activity um, that I mentioned with, you know, use of, you know, reading um, devices, et cetera, without having, for prolonged periods, without having regular breaks has also been implicated. So a combination of those factors are, uh, are really the cause. But what I should mention also is, is one of the key areas in which this program attends to address is just really raising awareness amongst parents, teachers, about what are the warning signs for, for students with myopia um, and there are a number of warning signs out there, like rubbing their eyes, you know, trouble, trouble seeing the, the, the board or, or, the, um, or uh, things like that, or squinting, um, which are common warning signs for myopia and really can play a key role. Their basic education can play a key role and make the difference in, 
then a child having access to a pair of glasses, which we know stems on to having a significant impact in them, in them being able to be properly educated. Indeed, indeed, in particular parents too, you know, to realize that sometimes a child may be having difficulties reading or, 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 well, not reading so much, but doing certain tasks, and then it may be related, right? And if they can pinpoint that early on. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. Excellent. So anything else you want to tell us? Um, no, just to say that we're, we're very much eager and looking forward to the next steps, which will involve um, really rolling this out in selected settings to, to evaluate the, the impact and working with our partners in digital health and our, our partners also within the eye care sector in, in these countries to, to really get the message out and really raise awareness to this growing public health problem. for watching and listening to the UN Brief and don't forget to subscribe.